0: In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're gonna give you a clear view of how messy our lives can be. We're also gonna do a protein bar taste test live. And then we're gonna talk all about technology because who doesn't wanna think about technology? Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to
1: emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to
0: Friends Fit 40s. All right, Laura, we are opening this episode with the title, Never Fear, We Are a Hot Mess. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: you know, it, it's, it helps to speak the truth. And even though we're putting all kinds of really great ideas out there, and we use a lot of the great ideas. We do. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We want to let you know that we are probably just like you. Or maybe that's an insult. I don't know, because maybe you're not a hot mess.
0: Right. Maybe you're not a hot mess. And so just, we are. Yeah. So but, we might be hot messier than you. Yeah. <laughs> so let's tell them some ways that we might be a hot mess yes. so that they
1: believe us. Because right now we're just telling them and they don't believe us.
0: Right. So last w- last Friday, after I taped our podcast, uh, I accidentally allowed my dog to eat a bottle of Xanax. Uh, that was <laughs> left over in our house from plane flight situation. And um, our entire family had a meltdown. The dog um, had to go to the emergency room on a Friday night, on a Friday night, like thousands of dollars is what it felt like. Yep, is what it felt like. And uh, all to find out that he had an appropriate amount of Xanax. And it's okay. (laughs) Like sometimes your dog might need Xanax.
1: So that's a good, good tip to know.
0: Good tip. Complete and total, utter hot mess of a chaotic night. And you didn't mean to do that at all. No, no, don't feed your dog Xanax unless you were under the advice of a veterinarian. veterinarian.
1: (laughs) How about the fact that we've been looking for um, the same jump drive? Uh, Well, first of all, we just spent an hour doing it. But we previous to that, we've spent, I don't know, days. Days. Like yeah.
0: Well, I lost the jump drive like months ago. Right. I lost the jump drive on that episode that we moved from the basement to the top floor. Yes. And it w- includes a redo of our episode 1 because we're a hot mess in that episode. <laughs> right. Because we didn't quite figure out the sound that first episode, so we're working on retaping it and re-upping it so anybody that listens to us for the first time has My, a yeah. better experience. Yeah. <laughs> Than our first crew that listened to us for the first time, and so we're re- going through all of that and retaping it. And then I lost the jump drive, and so now I have it, and we, we have
1: it in a very secure place. Yes, we that have, we both
0: know. Yes,
1: of the location.
0: Yes, and that is not going to move, right, until we upload episode, episode. one again. It's going to be an exciting day. It's going to be a great day yeah. because then I don't have to worry about the jump drive anymore. <laughs>
1: Oh, and how about the fact that in our second segment of this episode, our plan was to do some live on-air protein bar tasting and just give you our feedback. And so I had this idea a while back and I bought a couple of protein bars and I put them in a very safe place in my house. And so I said, hey, let's do that segment today. And then I can't find them and I don't know where they're at. And I've looked in all the places that they should be and they're nowhere to be found.
0: Which was extraordinarily exciting for me because (laughs) Laura always has the things (laughs) and she forgot it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Laura, you mean you forgot something?
1: (laughs) I forget things
0: a lot, but she gives me lots of
1: credit. So I'm going to take the
0: credit. But yes, I forgot. I don't know where they're at. So so the segment, too, that you're going to hear coming up next, which is going to be seamless in this podcast, is actually something that we're going to have to tape tomorrow yep. after we purchase more protein bars. Yep. So that we can taste them on the air and let you know our thoughts. So a little bit of
1: unveiling about a hot mess. All right. Some more. I'm <laughs> and, loving this. And um, how about the chocolate saga? So I went out with my son, who I'm teaching to drive. Um, and so he likes to have purposeful driving experiences, not just driving for practice. So we went to the store Monday evening and we got some ingredients so that we can make a Easter tradition since Easter was yesterday. Then we go two days later to make that homemade peanut butter Reese's eggs that are just delicious. And the chocolate is missing. I do not know where the chocolate is. The peanut butter's there. The chocolate is missing. And we spent at at least 20 minutes looking for the chocolate and then had to go with plan B. So I still don't know where the chocolate is. I specifically bought it. I brought it home. I put it in the pantry. Nobody in my house is admitting to eating it. Has that happened to anybody? (laughs) Like, really?
0: Like, I feel like this is a normal occurrence in the Whiteman house. So, just a reminder, it happens to us all. We are a hot mess, and we might be a hot messier than you. (laughs) So, we came up with our very own tips about how to deal with the hot messiness of our world. Right. And our first one is, you have to
1: laugh. Oh, my gosh. I think that is what makes it all worthwhile, because if you can't laugh at yourself... I mean, there's not, it's not worth it. You I mean, when you make the mistake, you just have to laugh and go on and share a moment. Hopefully you're laughing with a
0: friend. Right. Because that'll make it better. (laughs) It absolutely will. In fact, Laura, one of the top things that I think about when I'm hiring people to work with as colleagues is humor. Yes. Because if you can laugh at yourself, you also probably can reflect and you probably also can build relationships with other people I never thought of it that way but that makes complete sense yeah ah yes so I love laughter selfishly but then also it speaks a lot about who you are as a human yes and of course that deep breath and patience right during this time when you're looking for chocolate when your dog eats the Xanax or whatever just do the balloon yep the balloon (laughs) breathe breathe out breathe Make sure your exhale is longer than your inhale. Right. And give it a beat because that's the way that we can kind of bring ourselves down. And remember that we have this one life to live. And we have this one day. And even though the day might be missing chocolate or it might. Taking the dog to the vet.
1: Right. uh, Eight o'clock on a
0: Friday night. Which is gazillion dollars. Yep. Uh, it still is the, the only time that we have this day. Yep. So we've got to make it our best day possible. And then our last tip uh, during these times, and this is for us, maybe daily times, is to cultivate your friends. Yes. You want to surround yourself with the people that laugh with you, that hold you up, that straighten your crown, that, that you, hold you accountable. Yeah. And say, hey, you said you were going to do this. And you need to. Yep. Yes. And that you know that you can be a total hot mess with, and it'll
1: be okay.
0: We have three different brands of protein bars. Yep. We sitting do. right in front of us. Yes, we do. And we are going to compare them taste, consistency, cost. Yes. All the things that are in them. All the things. All right.
1: And just give you our feedback. Not yeah. that your tastes are the same as ours, but sometimes when you're looking at that wall of protein bars, it's overwhelming. Yes. So it if you're is. wanting to get a snack or a meal on a day that you're getting something quick, then we just thought we'd give you our opinion.
0: All right. So here we go. So here we go. So our first protein bar is a built bar. Uh, you can order them online. You can. Or you might be able to find them at your local store. Yes. The cost of the built bar is 250 a bar ish. Yes. One built bar is 150 calories. And they some of them can be uh, fewer calories, too.
1: So this is just, this one is 150. This is coconut brownie chunk. Okay. It's one of my favorites of the built Bars.
0: So the built Bars are about as close-tasting bars to candy bars mm-hmm. as we can get. This one has dark chocolate, mm-hmm. and it does,
1: um, one of their features is they talk about how they have real chocolate.
0: It has 4 grams of fat and 15 grams of protein, and seven grams of sugar. And it is very nuggety. That's what I was getting ready to say. It's got a little nougat. So that is our built Bar. I think I'll probably order them when I'm done in terms of how much I like them. But I oftentimes will purchase a built Bar and I will have that for my lunch on my fasting days.
1: One thing that's nice, too, about built Bars is that you can get a variety pack. That's right. So you yeah. don't have to order all because they come in boxes of, I believe, 12. And you don't have to have all 12 be the same flavor. Okay. So that can be a nice aspect. Yeah. If you want some variety in your life.
0: So our next bar is the one bar. Mm-hmm. And it is a cookies and cream flavor. And this one is 220 calories for the bar. So it's a bit more. It is eight grams of fat. And it is twenty grams of protein and one gram of sugar. So we have a little bit more protein. More protein? Less sugar, more calories. Yes. It's got a little bit tougher consistency, more like a hard
1: cookie mm-hmm. in the middle. Mm-hmm. And you can almost taste the protein powder, I feel like.
0: Yeah. It's absolutely. a little gritty. little gritty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the flavor is good. For me, the calories are high. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to pack in the calories most of the time. Right. I usually try to eat protein bars when I want a lot of protein to kind of keep me full. Yes. Or I'll do one after a workout. If I know that I'm not going to
1: eat for a while, so the higher calories may not be the one I'd go for.
0: An option, nonetheless. Yes. All right. So our last one is oh, those one bars are two sixty nine. Yes. So a little bit more expensive than the built. The last bar that we have is the Quest bar, and it is the same flavor as the one bar,
1: the cookies okay. and cream. Just to try to be a little bit consistent.
0: Uh, this one is two twenty nine. So the cheapest of all of the bars that we have tried. It is 150 calories, so the same as the Bilt Bar. It has a little bit more protein than the Bilt Bar at 18 grams, mm-hmm. a little bit less than the one. Six grams of fat, one gram of sugar. It has kind of like a crispy inside. Almost like a, it seems like
1: it's going to be like a Rice crispy treat. I liked that consistency better than the one. Mm-hmm. Even though it was crunchy, it wasn't gritty. Mm-hmm. Like the one was, you know, like you could almost taste the protein powder. This one, I I feel like it's just, that's the consistency, is it's kind of crunchy.
0: I almost feel like it's like the consistency of a thin mint cookie on the inside. Yeah. And the chocolate, it, they're all coated in
1: some type of chocolate. I don't know if the, um, I know the built Bar is real chocolate. I can't tell you. I'd have to read if the other ones are real chocolate or not.
0: So I think that my rating would be. Built one quest two, one, three. That is what I would say, too. All right. And though I might substitute the quest because it's a little bit cheaper, yes, with the same amount of calories and a little bit more protein, right?
1: And what's nice is that there are quite a few choices at our local store grocery store of the quest, even though you can buy some built bars there, too. Um, I think if I were to do built, I would do the online because you get more choices of flavors. So,
0: okay. And then I'm going to point this out too, because they're kind of pricey Mm -hmm. at uh, $2.29. I I think about this, like chicken on sale is $1.99 a pound. Right. And uh, that's really high in protein. Yes. And also cottage cheese is really high in protein. 160 calories has like 24 grams of protein in it of cottage cheese so I have to kind of weigh it you know between those things too that this would be like a treat and not something that I would eat on a regular basis yeah yeah so there you go little bit of insight about protein bars you should do your own challenge right go to the store oh I think so Yeah. yeah go to the store find some protein bars that are the similar kind of flavor and see what you like And talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Books Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that topic but no
1: <laughs> It's
0: something else. It's something else. It's technology.
1: Oh yep that is near and dear right under books.
0: right yeah. so one of my kind of by default actually right um, One of my jobs as a media specialist in a public school is to work with the technology. And so uh, every single year, I issue kids iPads, and we are one to one in our district. We are very fortunate to be one to one. That means that we have one device for every student that comes to school.
1: We Which issue is awesome. It is awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and we are we are very very thankful for that. Uh, so we issue those iPads to the students at the beginning of the year, and then we collect them at the end of the year, and that is my responsibility to do.
1: And a big one it is. It's
0: huge. And I also feel like as I'm gifting these students this technology that throughout the year, I probably need to have conversations with them about technology use.
1: Oh, for sure. Because I feel like they're just thrown in there with the technology, especially in their own homes. And they don't know the benefits and
0: or risks yes so and there are both so and so we call these middle school students that I teach digital natives Mm. that means that they've had technology basically in their hands since they were born that's crazy. and you think about how many kids or babies that you see with a cell phone that the parent has handed them in the grocery store don't get me started (laughs) It's the soapbox of mine, but so. they are they're screaming and crying, and the parent is worried about uh, upsetting everybody else. And they're like, "Hey, just look at the cell phone for a minute," and the babies, you know, take it. And, and this is a digital native, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of considerations with this uh, technology, and and I think that it's considerations. F- These considerations are important for us as 40-year-olds and whomever else is listening as adults who may or may not be digital natives. I think that these considerations are valuable for us as well. Okay. Right? But particularly valuable for our children. Yes. As they are growing up in a world where they don't know anything different. Right. So the first idea that we think about is this idea of consumption versus creation. Consuming technology is the viewing of TV or movies, the uh, viewing of TikToks, or the consumption of a Facebook page, or something like that, right? It's the passive games that you play. Something's just happening in front of you, right? The creation idea using technology is the idea that you're creating the things. So when Laura and I do a podcast, that's creation, And we're using technology. Yes. When we use Canva to do a Monday push and then we upload that on Instagram, that's creation. Yep. Right? The idea is that we want more creation than consumption. Okay. So I think that's important. Some people say create, don't consume. Um, I don't think that we can create without consuming. Yes. Because we have to consume enough to understand how to create things.
1: So, quick question, Stephanie. So, if I'm listening to Friends at Forties, I am consuming. Yes, okay.
0: And that's another point is that I think that there are ways to consume technology that's in the positive light. That's very valuable. Yeah. Right. And so there's. I mean, we consume TED Talks, right? right? We learn a lot through that. I consume audiobooks. Yes. So, so right. you're listening to books, right. very high level use of technology, right? Uh, also, I'm taking a class through Yale University and I love the class. It's free. I found it online on Facebook and now I'm learning all kinds of things about the science of happiness and positive psychology, right? So these are all positive ways to consume technology.
1: And that's where the line gets kind of blurry. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are consuming, but it's it's enriching your lives versus some other ways of consuming may not be.
0: Yeah. And so then we think about, OK, so the rabbit hole of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of those things. Um, it can lead to depression. It can lead to this FOMO or fear of missing out or any of those things. And so I think it's all about balance. Right. It's all about having a meter in yourself knowing how you feel and kind of going with what's best. So for a long time, I would get on Facebook or Instagram and I would see all these amazing things happening. And I'm like, this is not happening in my life. And it was not adding to my life. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't delete all my all the things that I was involved in. But what I did do is I deleted the apps on my phone, which made it more challenging for me to get in. To see the To things. see it. So if I wanted to check my Facebook, I would have to go in through the internet and type in facebook.com and then, you know, go in that way. And because I had to do so many steps, it wasn't automatic anymore. Right. And um, slowly, I noticed as I picked up my phone and tried to look for the inst- the Facebook and it didn't happen, I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that right now. And then I'd put it down. Okay. And then I would just check the Facebook once a week. And then it it grew to once every two weeks. And then suddenly I realized how I felt differently. Mm. What happened next was I was like, okay, I'm noticing this feeling. Right. I don't want to go in Facebook and feel dread. I don't want to, I don't want to go in Facebook and see all these political like back and forth. Oh yes, that could be right? hard. But I think it's important to think about what is the platform of Facebook? What is the platform of Instagram? And how can I cultivate the people I follow? And how can I cultivate my posts to be the message that I want it to be and to be what I think? So then I started thinking about, okay, we can have these like mentor people in our lives that are our Facebook posts or Instagram posts or people like that, that are showing us how to post in a positive way, how to put out a positive message, how to do the things that we want to do, how to s- surround ourselves with that kind of message so that when I go in, I'm not constantly negative. Yeah, right. And so uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but Kate DiCamillo is a mm-hmm. YA author and she is one of my biggest mentors on Facebook because she has amazing posts every single week. Anybody can go in and follow her. You don't have to have read her books to understand her posts. Um, And she is certainly worth checking out as a mentor author for Facebook. Uh, And so I've started using that as a model for the posts that I make. And I've started crafting those posts in my Google Drive first so that when I post something, it's thoughtful, it's edited, and it is something that would be worthy of adding a positive layer to someone else's life. Yes. Oh, I love this. Yeah. So I think it's important to think about that. And I also think that it's important to think about our kids and having these kinds of conversations with our kids. Mm. How are we supporting their creation in in technology? So if we go on a vacation, if we go on a weekend, if we go visit grandparents, how can they use technology to collect that experience? And use that experience to tell a story in some way. We have such amazing things that we can do with our tech. So we have, you know, videos that we can take and photos that we can take. But we also have the Clips app or the iMovie app or all those things where we can actually create a moment and say something.
1: It could be like a, a, a memory or a digital photo book. Yes, you know that they can create while they're at the experience,
0: and then it can be shared with everybody who was there, right? And so, an idea for creation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how can we use technology to provide us with information as we're traveling or as we're going places, so that we are supporting our our knowledge, our growth, in addition to those times that we use technology to just you know be mindless, right? Right. So just a thought creation versus consumption, and this idea that technology is definitely a part of our everyday. It contributes to our mental health, I strongly believe. And it's something worth considering and worth thinking about. All right, Laura, it is now time for our <laughs> weekly homework. All right. So, one of the things that you can do. With technology is to look at your screen time. And this Mm -hmm. is available in your cell phone or if you have an iPad in your iPad. It's available on an Android. It's available on an iPhone. And I encourage you to try to do this. I talk to my students about this, but I do it myself as well. It is just data. Mm -hmm. You can look at your screen time. You can see what apps you're using, where you're spending most of your time, and you can graph it. You can set goals for yourself. And so if you haven't already, check out your screen time, see what you're doing, set some goals in terms of technology and ways that it will support you, it will elevate you and ways that it can help you make your day today and then your day tomorrow be the best today and tomorrow that you can have. And in the meantime, enjoy your
1: week. Go. Move. Breathe. breathe, Share kindness with others. You got, got this. Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share the podcast
0: with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.